0: The truth, it is gravity mm-hmm. and it is me. I have uneven nipples and
1: I am mm-hmm. saying it out loud. Just admitting it out there. One for and a half glasses of you to here. But yeah, because now I don't wear like real, you know.
0: Now you don't real wear real bras. So you've gone back to the training
1: ones? I wear like non-underwired, like no nothing that would be uncomfortable I just wear anyway. gauze. I can't handle it anymore. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Fuck it. I don't care. I don't need my boobs to to be look, looking like they're 21-year-old boobs. Listen, I'm anymore? not going to lie.
0: I'm not going to lie. Right now, I'm wearing a bra that has underwire <clears throat> only under one boob. <laughs> because it, it was poking me. And so I just pulled it, it right out. out and mm-hmm, I was like, I but can't. I couldn't get access to the other one without cutting it. So I was just like... I'll just wait for it to yeah. wear through cuz it will. It'll so wear since through. I,
1: since I don't wear bras that are like super shaped, <laughs> I'm constantly sticking my hand down on my shirt and like moving it, moving adjusting, my boob, adjusting spreading it so them that out, they are so they're not like
0: just uniboob. one lump. Yes, one lump constant
1: of the boob. uniboob management.
0: But it doesn't matter. Here's the thing, ladies, to men, boobs are boobs are boobs. So don't be I guess too self-conscious. I'm talking to myself cuz I just don't like to look at myself in the mirror and
1: see a uniboob. I would rather see <laughs> two that separate I have two. Breasts.
0: breasts. Right. Mhm. Oh, that's fun to say. Brestosis breast It <laughs> sounds like a disease. I got brestosis.
1: <laughs> welcome to the Lady Bits podcast. Oh, welcome. Minisode. The Minisode
0: Oh, we're getting a pointer.
1: Yeah, we're supposed to do our timer. Um, That's Amanda Holloman over there. And that's Abby McGee. And we are here tonight to tell you about things that we're obsessed with. Yeah. Just think about this as girlfriend advice on what you should be using in life. Yes. So, um, I really love these. And I love hearing from all of you that are using some of the things that we've suggested.
0: I think it's great. My mom, she's using the she said um, she's giving herself baths, first of all. Nice. She's like, I'm being very diligent about baths. And she tried the mask that you mm-hmm. mentioned. And she's also tried the astringent. And she said it does sting a little, like, on the face. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because her skin is sensitive. But mm-hmm. she said it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm also going to do the lavender on the bottom of my feet. And I was nice. like, you go. So she's very, very um, happy. And then we also have a friend Christy, mm-hmm. the notorious Christy.
1: The one who peed in the bushes, Christy.
0: Yep, that Christy. She's trying all the things. <laughs> <laughs> she is just running up her credit card, trying everything. You're welcome to her husband. Uh-huh. Listen, if it makes her happy,
1: then chances are it's she's going to make you happy. She's going to make you happy. So just let her do it, Kevin. Yeah, she um, Marco polo our group chat Sitting in the hammock drinking a Bloody Mary. Saying, oh, it looks I'm so good. She was like, I'm giving myself some self-care right now. And she was like, and then I'm going to give my husband some self-care later. Hey-o. And I was like, yes. <laughs> this is what it's all about. Take care of yourself so you can take care of other people. And then she, like,
0: Marco polo dust us right in the middle. And she's like, I'm self-caring. No, I'm just kidding. She didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Although, I mean... I- I mean, I think I would have been like, that's cool, man. That's all right. I don't want right. to see that. I do we, not. We don't want to see that. And we didn't. It. We we swear to God, she didn't. You
1: are full of shit.
0: Although I did Marco Polo the group in the shower this you afternoon. Did. You did. But I you couldn't say anything. No. Just like my head, like half of my head. Because I have a very high knee wall Yes, on purpose. Because my children walk in all the time. <laughs> but at least I can hide behind the shower. Kids, knee man. wall. All so, right, so... You, you want to go first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay, so mine is, like, very simple this week, I guess, but mm-hmm. um, I have several tubes of it, even though I'm out, not out, like, out of it, but um, I just like to keep it around because I love it that much. But it is um, it is a lip stain by Tarte, mm.
1: and
0: I I don't wear a lot of, like, loud lipsticks. I do have some. But my everyday go-to is like a really nice nude, Mm -hmm. um, just something that looks like color on my lips, but nothing that's like flashy, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, I'm not putting down the flashy. I like the flashy, but I got to be in the mood. But um, my everyday go-to is a lip stain that is by Tarte, and um, it is – the stain is called Exposed. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, which is appropriate for my little side note that I gave. <laughs> I was very that exposed. Works together. Um, so it, it's an it's it's a nude uh, lipstick, but it's really nice. What I think I love about it the most not only is the color, like just a beautiful nude color, and if you're going for that kind of like natural glow, it's perfect. Um, but the texture of it is what's nice. Like it is. Very creamy and
1: soft And it just feels good on your lips too Um, so I really enjoy it When you say it's a stain, does it It's not like a I guess it's a lipstick So it's not like a one of those long wearing ones No, I mean it
0: it will stay on Um, but You definitely probably reapply I would say after about like four hours Okay Six hours And if you're having dinner, I mean you're going to reapply But, um and I think you're going to reapply because it's a nude. Mm-hmm. You might not have to as much. I need to, maybe I need to do a little research on like their darker stains and see mm-hmm. if um, that's a little different. Like if if it uh, applies or stays a little longer. But um, I really like the way it feels. Mm-hmm. It's very soft. I love nudes
1: too. I'm not a big, bright, yeah. here's my lips kind of girl.
0: Right. I wish I was because the ladies that I see that can wear those lip stains, I'm just like,
1: wow. I feel like if you have darker hair, you can pull that off. Maybe it's
0: harder. Well, or flawless skin, I think, tends to be able to also pull off very vibrant, more louder Mm -hmm. lips, lip colors, in my opinion.
1: I'm going to try it. I love um, nude colors. Yeah, it's,
0: it's by Tarte. It's okay. uh, $24. You can find it at like Sephora or Ulta or... They have it at Ulta? They do. Okay, cool. Yes. How long does that last? <sighs> um, I mean, I've had mine for over... I don't wear it every day, but I would wear it like three times a week okay. maybe. And it's... I'm still... I mean, I have two tubes of it, but the first one, I mean, I still have probably like half an inch left okay it's about an inch of of lip color that you get like and it scrolls up kind of like a um like a pencil or an eyeliner or whatever um but it's it's just really nice i really like it
1: exposed
0: exposed but they have a they have a like a plethora of colors but i think it's this line that i like um it's the lippy lingerie
1: matte tint Ooh, okay. Um, it's just it just feels good, and you get it at Ulta here in town. I do get it at Ulta. Okay, we'll put a link up. Yeah, because it's really notes. nice.
0: Cool. So, if you're looking for something that feels good and that's a nude, and they have other bright, bolder colors too, like in that line, mm-hmm. um, check out Tart. Okay, and Tart is well, I think it's vegan, actually. At least that lip color is vegan.
1: I think all their line is vegan. That's pretty important to me. I
0: know for a lot of people, it's important what they're putting on their face.
1: Well, and also that they're not using bodies. animals.
0: Right. Yeah. You don't want to, we don't want to be hurting bunnies and no, cats and dogs. No.
1: And rats. Leave them out of it. They don't care about your lipstick. No. Leave them out of it. Cool. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. I need a new lip color. Oh, well, try it. Okay. Exposed. Exposed. For those times you want to feel exposed. There you go. Um, Well, mine is not a lipstick. Mine is kind of the opposite of lipstick. (laughs) But that's okay. What's the opposite of lipstick? Um, What I'm going to talk about. Okay. Um, So I said in Tuesday's episode that I had started with a new therapist, which I have been loving. And it's been really great for me. And this past session that we had, we were talking about ways to resolve conflict or ways to deal with stressful moments in relationships. And he taught me some things that were kind of life changing and then recommended a a series of books to get that were about the same topic. Oh, that's awesome. So he was talking to me about how, um, our brains are so active during an argument Mm. and a person that is angry or upset or super emotional is, has moved over completely into their right brain and your brain kind of separates that it stops communicating your left and right side, stop communicating. So somebody that is over here in super angry land is, has moved over into your right brain and they're not talking to their logical left brain. And so how do you get that person to reconnect the two sides of their brain so that you can Uh, resolve the conflict that you're having and instead of reacting to their anger with anger, which keeps them over in that emotional side of their brain, Mm -hmm. um, you you relate to them where they're feeling. You say back to them, you mirror to them what they're feeling until they can calm down enough to where their brain connects again and they can think logically about what's happening in that moment.
0: Okay, so can you give me an example?
1: So, like, if you're... Um, if one of your kids got really upset about not being able to go to a grandma's one day because oh, something happened. Oh, cool. That scenario happened. Go okay. ahead. So if, if Genevieve was losing her mind over not being able to go to I love that you know which child I'm talking about (laughs) I I just guessed (laughs) Um, so instead of reacting to her and saying just get over it we're just gonna do this thing instead Uh you need to relate to her where she's feeling like I know I can see that you're feeling really disappointed um, and talking her through how she's feeling about it until Mm -hmm. her brain can reconnect yeah to its left side and sh- and you can help her see logically what's happening. Huh. So that is and we were talking about it in terms of of parent child conflict and also like adult conflict between, you know, when Todd and I have disagreements or I have disagreements with people I work with. Right. We were kind of talking through that process and he was like, you know, you need to understand the way the brain works for you to be successful at managing these conflicts. Yeah. And so He it was really kind of eye opening to me especially with the kids because yeah. todd is um will cry at the drop of a bat which is one of the things i love about him he is really in tune emotionally yeah and i'm i never cry and if the if one of our kids one of our four kids gets emotional about something i'm the one that says get over it stop crying it's not yeah, worth crying mean. about you know just stop just stop it mm-hmm. and that doesn't work with a, with a child who is way over in their right brain in that moment. Right. They cannot comprehend what you're saying. So you have to help them transition back over. So he said, you know, I'm going to recommend some books to you, and which I ordered as soon as I got back to the car. Um, there are three books by the same author. The first one that I'm reading right now is called The Whole Brain Child by Daniel Siegel and Tina Bryson. Mm-hmm. And it explained how your child's brain works and how you can talk them through scenario situations, instead of them uh, be- becoming damaged by not being able to process that scenario correctly. Right. It helps them uh, manage it properly and helps them kind of get to where they need to be okay. in a in a healthier way. Yeah. And then there's a, uh, next book that is for, this is for like up to age 12, I think 10 or 12. And then there's another book written for teenagers. And then there's another one about adult, um, kind of tiered. It's tiered. And so the adult one is called, I'm pulling up my Amazon account right now. It's called aware the science and practice of presence. Hmm. by the same authors so all three books are about the same um, principle just geared towards the different age levels yeah um but it really kind of opened my eyes to how i could be like irrevocably (laughs) wine irrevocably damaging um which you know what there there is some balance to that because a kid is pretty resilient and their brain is going to eventually kind of figure some things out however you can help that process along and you can make your house a lot more peaceful right if you know how to navigate what they're feeling in that moment and it's not that you just let your child live over here on this side where they're just flipping out all the time right or you also don't want them to be over here where they're not feeling anything at all you want them to kind of be in the middle where they learn how to negotiate and navigate between the right side and the left side of their brain right so it really has kind of been revelatory to me yeah in how i relate to the four kids that feels like 42 kids in my house <laughs> and they're they very vast emotional all different. swings also like they all react different.
0: to things differently yes yep that's intense
1: you know and it's it's interesting too because i can see how todd's girl's have been raised up until we got married with a parent who was way far over here. Like, just feel what you want to feel. I'm here for you. Cry it out. Yell it out. Blah, blah, blah. Right. And then my kids have been raised up until this point with a parent that's like, stop crying. It's not, you know, we're not going to do that. Hush, hush. You know. Right. And so my kids are super emotionally not distant but if you look at the two sets of kids they're so different but because of the way they've been raised and i would like to get them all four of them kind of to the middle right or help in that process like right. i want to nurture them and help them to be healthy in their mind and not force them into an emotional box like right it's, so it's it's good for me to be mindful of how their little brains are working yeah and how my husband's brain is working and how the people I manage at work are working, you know, how their brains are working so I can right. lead them better into a healthier conflict resolution. Yeah. Well, so
0: Brent, Brent actually mentioned to me, he was like, it's inevitable that we're going to like pretty much like mess up with our kids. Mm-hmm. He said it's inevitable So you have to understand that, Mm -hmm. that there are things that we are going to do that we're not going to do well or Mm right. So this book actually sounds really good. It sounds like because I was like, well, my God, I'm kind of devastated. I'm like, well, great. I'm just going to mess up my kids and they're going to one day come at me with an ice pick. Like that's like I was kind of to the point where I was Mm. like, oh, my God, how detrimental am I? like damaging my kids like what am I doing like what can I do better but this sounds like mm-hmm. that this might have some really good advice on how to
1: <laughs> yeah well mediate that right you have to give yourself some grace to like no parent is perfect and every parent messes up I don't know of anybody that can say their parents were perfect and they don't have any you know thing Scars. that they can point to that are like they screwed <laughs> up and that's why I'm like this um, everybody has that. However, that doesn't I mean saw we saw
0: mom sh- on dad one night. <laughs> <laughs> that's sure going to be what she's bringing up in therapy.
1: Uh-huh. That's why I'm like I am now. <laughs> um, you know, we're going to screw up. But I really do want... As much as I want my kids to really be who they are, and I want to stifle that, you know, if I can help them through emotional moments in a healthy way... Right. It's so important.
0: Well, like, I mean, I want Genevieve to feel all the things but I want her to be able to feel all the things in an, in an appropriate way right at an appropriate time yes because sometimes there are things in life that you have to just pull yourself together mm-hmm. because you cannot fall apart right you can fall apart but you can't do it like all the time right in all scenarios right. so and Finn like he has a temper my children have the drama and the temper of me but they also have, the the side of like Brent that you know is sensitive and considerate and mm-hmm. quiet like there are moments when they have those things mm-hmm. so um i i want to bring all those things mm-hmm. <laughs> into the center and move them forward
1: absolutely we all want our kids to reach adulthood as well adjusted and <laughs> balanced as possible
0: and kind and god kind. i just want my children to be kind right. and Yeah, so we, ha-
1: we have to model that to them for them to grow up that way <sighs> we're not always going to get it right we're going to have moments that we're like well fuck that up but yeah you, oh yeah. my daughter pick it back up and you do better yeah. the next time
0: yeah she she's really good at making me like feel like a piece of shit sometimes i think it's
1: also important to admit to your kid when you fucked up
0: Oh, yeah. I'm very open about, Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have done that. Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have talked to you that way. Yeah, I've said that to my kids. I've hurt your feelings, and that was not my intention.
1: Yep. That's important, too. But um, we'll put links to all these, the three books and the lip stains on the show notes. I love that. um,
0: I love that. I'm going to have to
1: get that book. I think that'd be a good book, don't you, babe? Yeah. I'll let you borrow it. I'll read it, and then I'll pass it along. Okay, that sounds good. So, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow us on all the socials. We are the Lady Bits Podcast on all platforms.
0: The Lady Bits Podcast is created and produced by me, Amanda Holliman, and Abby McGee. It is recorded in Wilmington, North Carolina. Our sound engineer and graphic designer is my hot husband, Brent. Web design and music contributions are by Abby's also hot husband,
1: Todd. The theme music is recorded by us and our very hot husbands. Special thanks to Beta Radio for the use their recording studio, and to Millie Holloman for the images that can be found on our website and social feeds. You can find us at theladybitspodcast.com. <laughs> lipstick and books! Yeah!
0: I'm going to wear the lipstick while I learn to handle my kids.